Just like that time when it got weird between Mulder and Scully. You can't quit now, Scully. I can, Mulder. This is Luke and Lewis on Triple M Modern Digital. Luke and Lewis for lunch. Welcome to the show. We're on Triple M Modern Digital, and I am feeling. How are you feeling, Luke? I'm. I can't ignore this. Lewis has brought someone else in the studio. You're yes. holding hands. Yes. Uh, who's <laughs> welcome? Hi. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the show. Is it Christian? Christian. We yeah. work Hi, together. Yeah, thank you. Lovely to meet you too, Christian. (laughs) Uh, I'm very confused. This was not run by me before the show. What do you mean? Uh, You bringing guests in. Am I not allowed to just Is Christian a guest today? Uh, He's a a bit of a guest today, but he will uh, be a recurring theme in my life from now on. (laughs) In the workplace. We are holding hands, so I'd say we're more than just guests. Yeah, so... um, Sorry, um... Christian, I'm not sure if you're familiar. Lewis and I are actually are work married at the moment. No, I've, um, I've been told about yeah. everything. Right. I've been brought knows. across it all. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah. I'm, I'm cool with this. I'm not. <laughs> not. What do you mean? No one really approached me about this. So, are you two exclusive at work? Uh, we're not not exclusive. No. no. You, you know what? How about after the song, we'll we'll just go delve into this and we'll talk about it. Um, but you know, I'm sure you'll be fine with it, right? In the song, we're not going to speak, Lewis. Uh, okay, agreed. Ready, set, go. No speaking. This is Luke and Lewis for lunch on Triple M Modern Digital. Luke and Lewis and Christian for lunch on Triple M Modern Digital. Welcome back to the show. Well, I'm not happy about this because, Christian... Uh, it's great to be here. Well, yeah. it is great to have you here, Thanks. but it's not, awesome not under these circumstances. Christian uh, has been brought into the studio by Lewis without my permission. I haven't told you and, why, uh, just yet. They've been very, very flirty before the show. They're currently oh, hugging yeah. now. And Lewis, can you back? Sorry, can you tell him we aren't we? Okay, so uh, Luke and I, I'm appalled. Uh, as the listeners know, we are work married, and a work marriage is something that uh, really just increases productivity around the office. Forty-seven point two percent of people want to have a work spouse, just someone who looks after them during work hours and work hours only. It's seen as a way in the modern workplace uh, to uh, achieve optimum performance yes. in the workplace, and. You know, this week we've been work married all week, very happily work married. Yesterday we went on a couple's retreat to, to a Porto. Well, it was a, it was a Porto, a, a Portuguese Port- restaurant. <laughs> and last night we did a couple's retreat to McDonald's drive through Yes, in your America. Mm. We- <laughs> and so I was, I was thinking. But he hasn't taken you to Portugal, has he, Christian? Uh, has he taken you to America? Mm. Mm. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Getting so, strong sass from guys, Christian. Guys, guys, You've come in here. Hey, stop fighting over me. I want to know. <laughs> I, we're not. Yeah, well, we're really I, not. Actually, I am actually. I'm fighting for you right now. I want to know, Lewis, please explain yourself. What's happened? We were happily work married yesterday. All of a sudden, Christian's in the picture now. Okay, I didn't look, know I about explain. this. I can explain, and you're going to be totally fine with it. So a work marriage, as you know, makes you uh, more productive. I was thinking, hey... We're not productive enough, you and I being married. So I brought Christian into the picture and I propose an open work marriage to triple the amount of productiveness that's going on. So that's why Christian and I are also work married and I'm also work married to you, but we're all okay with it. So it's just an open work marriage. And you thought the best uh, way to bring this up to me was on air, not telling me before the show. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, polygamy is a great thing. Um, (laughs) Work polygamy. Work polygamy. Um, We share a desk. I do the work while Lewis is doing the work. And so it's like triple productivity. Yeah. So we've got a lot of work done already. You know, I'll sit on his lap. Sometimes he'll sit on my lap. You can sit on my lap while I'm on Christian's lap and we'll get some work done. (laughs) 
What do you think? I'm all for I'm not okay with this. Why you, because you haven't bought this to me for the show. You're work cheating on me. And I thought it's we were not, work exclusive. It's a work open marriage that everyone's okay with. Communication is the key in these kinds of things. So I would like Excuse you to me. communicate. Raising my hand over here. Yeah. I'm not okay with this. Um, what, one Christian's third. raised his hand. Raise my hand. Uh, I'm okay with this. I also want to <laughs> raise my a question. Hand. Uh, I'm also okay with this. Yep, You're outvoted one. in the open marriage. So, sorry, Luke. Mike just raised his hand. Don't vote <laughs> against me, Mike. <laughs> Actually, why don't we bring Mike into this open work marriage to quadruple the amount nah. of... Pro- Mike? Yes? If I break up with Lewis now on air, do you want to get work married? I'd love to do that. Hey, hang on, hang on, hang on. I would just like to bring up, I am work married with him already. Yeah, we've, we've already incorporated him into our open work marriage, so I think you'll work single, Luke. Sorry, mate, you've blown it. <laughs> See you later. Just Luke and Lewis for lunch. <laughs> I am heartbroken... Devastated work and appalled as to what just happened work in the studio. Work devastated and work appalled. Thank you. <laughs> all of the above. <laughs> work all of the above. <laughs> um, because if you didn't, just, if you're just tuning in now, Lewis just came. So at the start of the show, Lewis came in with Christian Hull, who works with us at the studio, mm-hmm. and announced on air that he'd gone behind my back and had arranged an open marriage that you didn't go Wait. to me about. You didn't. Dude, run that I, by I me. spoke to at least half the people in our work marriage. Because... I had to think about it with myself, and I thought, you know what? This is a good idea. Yes. So I made an executive relation, work relationship decision, and I made our uh, work marriage an open work marriage. Yes, because Lewis and I were work married this week because it increases productivity, apparently, at the workplace. If you have a work spouse, uh, yeah. it makes you get to your optimum performance, so we thought it was better for the show if we uh, get married. And then... I think you'll agree that I made it even more productive by uh, opening up our work relationship, adding in another person, thus tripling the productivity. The whole point of a work marriage, which you've brought up on the show, is it's someone you can rely on and trust at work, and now you've gone behind my back and, and your another person work... you can trust. Don't you trust Christian? No, because he, no, because he knew all about this, and neither of you told me. I don't <laughs> trust anyone. Okay, I don't work trust for anyone in this studio. Well, and uh, now Radio Mike's become a part of this open marriage. Yeah, well, and you know now what? we've broken up. And we now haven't broken up. I'm we work just, single. Or everyone else in the work open marriage collectively voted you out of the open marriage. This <laughs> isn't Survivor. It's a work marriage. You are the weakest link. Work goodbye. <laughs> You can't just vote okay, someone well, out look, of a marriage. Okay. I've, what I've done is, uh, I know that you are quite uh, work salty about this, so what I've done is I've looked up how to get over a breakup. I Thank couldn't you. find how to get over a work breakup, but I imagine it's the same thing. Um, so, rule number one... We'll, we'll just apply all these to work, because currently yeah. I don't think uh, people probably think, you know, that this is... Uh, well, this is just all real too, too real, and I'm genuinely heartbroken and shocked work at your actions today. Work shocked. Work actions. <laughs> So, uh, the first tip is uh, keep your distance. Uh, This means not seeing each other, not being around his or her family members, no phone calls, no emails, no text messages, and no Facebook. Well, that's pretty hard considering we work together. Uh, We do a show together every day. How's that going to work from here on? We'll just swap you out for Christian. That's fine. That's, wow. You know. Okay. So we're just going to have an open show now. Luke yeah. and Lewis, open marriage for lunch or whatever you want to call it. I don't care because I'm not a part of it, clearly. Uh, number two, beware of rebound relationships. Well, I initially, just before the break, tried to uh, go to an automatic rebound. I asked Radio Mike if he wanted to work marry me. Turns out he was already part of your little uh, side thing. Yeah. Uh, actually, I have some bad news for you, Luke. Yeah. Everyone in the office is a part of our open work marriage. So you're actually currently the only person who is not work married. 
Even, our, also, even our boss, Dave. Um, you Dave, got him in on that, did you? Dave is the CEO of our work marriage. <laughs> and uh, if he's listening, he'll definitely agree. <laughs> he, if we, all, we know by now, no, he's not listening. Segment, is Dave listening that he's never listening? <laughs> no, he's being really productive thanks to our open work marriage, right. which incorporates the entire office, uh, except for HR. Right, they weren't so, interested for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think, I'll, yeah, okay. So I won't rebound with anyone here uh, at work. Maybe tip? I should get a new job. Maybe mm. that's my rebound. Mm, I don't think you could get one. Uh, <laughs> that was just mean. Is, uh, it's unrelated to this segment and just <laughs> bullying. Now I'm going to say HR about two things. Uh, workplace bullying. Reflect on your workplace relationship. Would you like me to reflect on it now? Um, yes, go. All right. Well, it started off unconsensually, which wasn't off to a great start as you just kind of forced me into work marriage. And then uh, it I'm had just a, a work-passionate lover. So it started off on a real trough and then it went back up again when you ta- took me to, to uh, Portugal, Portuguese restaurant Oporto downstairs uh, and you claimed that you were taking me overseas. And then <laughs> it really dipped again this yeah. morning when uh, I found out you were work cheating on me and then it found out you <laughs> took Christian to America. So, because uh, you took him to McDonald's. So, <laughs> well, look, what can I say? I'm, uh, I'm just a roller so coaster of love. If and, we're uh, reflecting if you, on it, mate, if you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. Okay. <laughs> uh, t- final tip. Uh, I'd, actually, I don't like this tip. Don't worry about it. Cool. This is Luke and Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> Remind yourself of your ex's negative traits. Oh, easy. Uh, selfish. Unreliable, what? unproductive. I'm, you've spent... I'm so productive. Do you know? Do you understand how many people are in this office? Yeah, in this it work sounds marriage? like you've spent a lot of time orchestrating an office-wide open marriage than actually doing anything productive here and working. Wait, I'm the general manager of the open marriage, so no. I can just sit down and tell other people what to There's do. As no long as everyone else is productive, I can sit back and relax. There's no way you're number two to Dave. Yeah, no, in I'm, this open no I'm number zero. He's number one. I'm zero. I'm the originator, the progenitor of this open marriage. I am patient zero. Another negative trait interrupts me on air. No, I don't. <laughs> Doesn't listen. No, sh- what? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's enough from you, mate. This is Luke and Lewis for lunch. Lewis, I was scrolling through my phone yesterday in the uh, contacts, and I usually call my contacts, like just write them in as people's first names and last names. I'm very yeah. particular about it. I will always want to be clear about who's calling me. It's just what I do. It's fairly standard, I would say. Yeah, and I was scrolling down to find one contact listed as not the person's name mm. only like a nickname. no it wasn't a nickname it was listed as the man the myth the legend <laughs> so a, ta- <laughs> a, a mythical title yes and i who, have who is it i have no idea whose phone number this is do you know when it was saved uh you can't tell, I don't think. I, well, the fact that I don't remember when it was saved... Uh, probably Friday night then. I remember <laughs> probably, yeah, <laughs> it was probably last week. But I assume it was maybe on a big night or something, or maybe I just thought it was funny at the time. Either way, this person clearly made a huge impact on me at the time, but I've yeah. since forgotten about Because the fact that I thought they were worthy of such a title, the man, the myth, the legend, means they were probably male, if we can rule out. Mm. Maybe it was like a butch well, female. the man. Yeah. So. They were probably a bit mysterious, being yeah. a myth, and they were probably a legend. Well, you know what? Myths and legends are often forgotten, so that's, you know, fairly consistent. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, I thought... You know what? I was going to call it off air just to find out. I'll just text them. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to save this for the show. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, and gonna, I've got no idea who's going to pick up. They I've got a challenge for you. Okay. Let's make this more interesting. <laughs> um, how about you need to find out their name, but uh, you can't ask them. 
you are only allowed to call them either the man or the myth or the legend or the man, the myth, or legend. And you've got to find out their name without asking. You've got to compel them to say it. So I'm not allowed to say their name. Oh, you're, I wouldn't even know You're not allowed name. to say what's your name. Okay. Yeah, right. Okay, we'll put the number in radio mic. Let's do it. Here we go. Hello? Hello, the man, the myth, the legend. <clears throat> How are we, sir? Not bad. That's good. Uh, what's a man like you doing these days? Probably something pretty legendary or mythical and or mythical. Uh, probably just hanging out, you know. Yeah, it's cool, cool. Uh, how you been, man? It's dude. It's been like it's been years, I think, since we've caught up. Um, obviously, I've I've been thinking about you, legend. Oh God damn it! So, is this Rupert? Is this who? Rupert? Rupert? Isn't it? No, Luke. Luke. Oh. We met a while ago. Oh, you probably don't remember. You've got off the grid a bit. You've become a bit of a myth. Not really. Oh, right. But you are a man and a legend. Technically. Who is this? It's, it's, my name's Luke. Okay, that's right. not a lot to go on. Oh, Luke. Uh, my, my name's Luke Kidgel. Um, I was just genuinely calling you to catch up. Uh, we, I think we met on like a night out. You said... Uh, you know, if you ever need this number, just uh, give me a call. So I thought, you know what, we'll, uh, I, I put your um, number in my phone uh, under the man, the myth, the legend at the time. And um, I just thought, you know what, we should just catch up because you obviously made a big impact on me at the time. Uh, you were clearly a man and or myth or legend, uh, probably all three. So I just thought let, we should catch up a coffee or something soon. Uh, I'm also incredibly busy, so I'm not sure what's going to happen. Oh. Right, that's not very legendary. It's myth. It's... No, no, that's the thing about legends. Sometimes they just fade into obscurity. Mm, but that you know, but th- that is pretty mythical, fading into obscurity. People will yep. write tales about your legendariness. Um, yeah, and most people would doubt I ever existed. So, say if we did end up going for coffee, and uh, the waitress or waiter said, uh, "Hey, can I grab a name for that?" Who would you say is getting the order? I would say. Hang on. Oh, I'm cutting out. Hang on. Sorry. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> what a myth. He what a man. Even, what a legend. He didn't even try to pretend that the phone was cutting out. He just went, oh, I can't hear you anymore. And then you heard him hang up the phone. <laughs> I still have no idea who it is. What a legend. I, I honestly could not even tell you. I didn't even recognize their voice. Mate. It doesn't matter. Leave it at that. <laughs> Just leave it at that. I'm going to leave that uh, phone number in my phone forever. Uh, in I case... don't want to know his real name. I'm happy with him being a myth and a legend. He will... Anyone who hangs up the phone with that much confidence <laughs> without even pretending to make it sound like it's cutting out is a man, a myth, and a legend. He will always be now. Yeah, forever. Yeah, the man, the myth, the legend. I hope that's written on his tombstone. Uh, definitely will be. This is Luke Lewis for lunch. <laughs> Luke, it's time to do this new segment. Hey, hey, Luke, Luke, time to try a new thing. No way, no way. I don't want to do that. Luke tries new things. So, this is where, Luke, you're going to be trying new things as orchestrated by me because you're one of the most generic people on the planet, you don't try new things ever, and I'm taking it upon myself to broaden your horizons. Yes, I don't want to do this segment. Um, it was brought up before the show that you wanted to do it, and look, I'm happy, well, I'm not happy to try new things, I don't like trying new things, or well, if it's good, well, the new thing, yeah, but usually if I think a thing's good, I will try it. 
Yeah. Um, I think this came about the because... The problem is you never think anything's good. No. Well, this came about because a couple of weeks ago, uh, Lewis witnessed me trying sushi for the first time in about 15 years since I had a bad experience with sushi yeah. at Multicultural Food Day in grade three. It took me about three months vomit. to convince you to try sushi again. Well, yeah. I had a vomit the first time in grade three, so I never went back. And then I tried it again. It wasn't good. So I'm not... Re- yeah. So, point one for me, you tried a new thing. doesn't matter if you don't like it. The well, that's point, point is- for me. I tried a new thing. Yeah. Point zero for you, because I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, I think we have different definitions of what this segment is about. You don't have to like anything that I get you. You just have to try it, okay? Yeah, okay. So, uh, <laughs> this segment, you don't know what I've gotten you to try. Um, earlier in the show, during the song, you asked me to go down and get you your regular order from Subway. Um, because you are hungry and uh, our show is lunch-themed. Now, what is your regular order from Subway? It is chicken fillet, uh, lettuce, mayo, tomato on white bread and cheese. So, a sandwich. And mayo. Yeah, a sandwich. Yes. (laughs) Doesn't change anything. Don't they sell sandwiches? Uh, no, they sell subs and you just turned into a, you've just disrespected them being like, Hey, I know you, you, you have lots of ingredients here, but I want everything that I can just get in my kitchen. They sell a sandwich. So what I, I've taken it upon myself, mate, store. I've got a subway here. So subway you bought sub me here. subway. Yeah. Bought and, me a uh, six inch cheapskate. I'm pretty hungry. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's time to broaden your horizons. Okay. It's oh, time to start up with a, the sandwich. I can already see Italian herb and cheese. <laughs> Actually, no. See, I was thinking Italian herbs and cheese, but I was like, you know what? Let's broaden, let's broaden this right out. This is uh, honey. Oh. So, and uh, within the sandwich, um, it's not just, you know, your regular order. Well, it is. I've just added some carrot in there. We're starting you off slow. So, give give that oh, a go. I was so scared you were going to put olives in this. I uh, no cried. way. I knew you would have cried. So, we're starting slow with this segment, and we're going to build up to you trying, you know, absolutely anything like you think of. Ah, well, exactly. So, you know what? The point of this is to uh, improve your, sam- your sandwich. What do you think of the honey oat and the carrot? It's not as good as white bread. This is why I don't try it. <laughs> well, the segment uh, is a success. Please give me some applause, Mike, because uh, he's tried it, and that's the point of the segment. There is no failing in this. You just look disgusted. What's your well, problem? You didn't even toast it. No, it's fresh, mate. No, you don't Subway have it fresh. Eat fresh. You never try fresh things. <laughs> no, Subway eat it toasted to mask up how terrible their food is fresh. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> I've probably just endangered your health there. Right, well, they did I've, cook the chicken. Yeah, do I have to eat the rest of this? Um, it, not, I've tried it. Not during the break, but stop eating because this is a talking-oriented show. Yeah, I want to, baby. Um, and uh, look, I thought, you know, while uh, because this is uh, a segment for Luke trying new things, you also sent me down with your Subway loyalty card. Yeah, well, I have a Subway loyalty card because I'm a regular customer there. And did you get me another stamp? Oh, you're almost up to your free regular six-inch. You're about three stamps away. Yeah. Uh, well, I thought, seeing as you were trying new things, I thought that I should try new things. I didn't actually get you a stamp. I got myself a loyalty card and uh, got a stamp for myself here. So I'm on my first stamp. Uh, and I'm, I'm almost up to my uh, free regular cup of drink or two cookies, mate. So, you know, there you go. Thanks for the, thanks for the free stamp. You dog. He's, he's actually angry. <laughs> I'm so mad. I'm, I'm more <laughs> mad that you didn't get me a uh, stamp on my loyalty card than you putting carrot in a sub you and honey what? oat bread. Yeah, you've been working towards getting a free sub for about, you know, the whole time we've had this show. And I'm, I'm going to beat you to it. The I'm race gonna... is on. <laughs> Lewis, uh, I feel like these days some universities and higher education uh, places are offering degrees to students which perhaps 
aren't as useful as maybe degrees sh- could be, or you know yeah. what they used to be. Because used to be they used to offer degrees that would help you get a job. Yeah. And I feel like these days they're offering degrees that I don't know. M- I think they offer nothing. <laughs> the, the university degrees entire marketing campaign, especially at this time when kids are finishing high school and picking where they want to go, is just. Uh, insane and doesn't make any sense. Like they always have these billboards that, like, it's a really cool sentence, and then you think about the sentence and you realize that it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, make the right decision, be different, and you're like, what? Be different by going to university. Yeah, and they're like, like oh, everyone else, come to whatever university where anything is possible. It's like, yeah, try licking your elbow, all right? Because mm. I don't think a four year degree and fifty grand of hex debt can still make that possible. No way, no. Impossible. So, stop, stop lying, you elbow-licking degree. <laughs> <laughs> but no, honestly, some degrees uh, don't... like Some degrees that universities mm. are running aren't a step far below that. I found one that was... Uh, we talked about a few weeks ago. They were running uh, a, a degree of memeology. You could study uh, internet culture and memes uh, in class, and you could get a certificate at the end that Look, you could get a doctorate. A degree doctorate. isn't going to get you into the meme temple. No. Okay, so a, give it up. A, a dank meme, meme is, though. Yeah. <laughs> How about you start memeing and less yeah. studying? I've seen uh, quite a few uh, seemingly useless degrees. Uh, my favorite one uh, in particular is feminist dance theory. That's <laughs> a real degree in America where you can, I don't know, fight for equality through the movement of dance. Uh, interpretive dance. I yeah. interpret that as a waste of time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I feel like though it'd be just great these days if universities started acknowledging the fact that, hey... Maybe you, some of your degrees are pointless, and mm. maybe the whole place is pointless. That I feel like uh, that would be great, and I would really like to see an ad that acknowledges uh, the fact that, hey, maybe yeah. they're offering absolutely nothing to students. I think what uh, should happen is they should take all of the useless degrees and just move them from Monash and all the big universities, start up a brand new university just full of useless degrees. Like, do you have a degree? Uh, no. No, neither do I. So no. they could put, you know, a degree in radio. But um, yeah, I I would like to see a university that acknowledges doing nothing And I think this is how their ad would sound The College of the Uncreative Arts is leading the way for students who are destined to be basic We offer our students the right skills to be successful in today's world of small-minded people You might notice that our campus is in the shape of a cube And that's because we encourage our students to think inside the box We have had several notable past students who have studied the uncreative arts with us, like George Bush, Anthony Kalia, Damien Leith. Actually, most idol contestants do start their journeys with us. This room is a spot where students can just get nice and uncreative and stare at a wall. Uh, sir, isn't this just an empty room? Yes, it is, Nathan. Oh, sick. Way better than a book. We offer a wide range of electives at our campus, such as four-chord music and overdone film cliches. So, yeah, uh, I woke up and it was all a dream. Nathan, that's it. Yeah, I know. I've been studying really not hard. Uh, We are doing a copy and paste assignment on our idols. I couldn't decide who to do, so I just did Kid Rock and Mumford & Sons. Uh, You'll notice that I didn't even change the heading from Word Art Default. So, yeah, man, I'm going for an A. We actually wrote, recorded and produced Taylor Swift's new album here. So enrol today at the College of the Uncreative Arts, where nothing is possible. This is Luke and Lewis on Triple M Modern Digital.
Luke, something happened to me while I was walking home from work. You um, seemed very excited about this, about yeah. talking about this before the show. Well, I think it's um, a pretty, uh, it's not exactly exciting, but I think, you know, it's a kind of a weird thing. I well, think it'll, be, it'll be a good segment. Is on the well, I don't know anything about this, but you've definitely, uh, I put my trust in you and you've said multiple times, no, this will be great, Luke. I know nothing about this. Well, it, um, w- it will be great if you stop interrupting right, me well, and I let just, me talk. I just thought that, you know, if it's a good segment and I think it's funny at the end, funny enough to be on the show, I'll give you a reward. Why don't you? Why Why don't you just decide if it was funny enough before the show? Because it's current. We're in this segment. Now. No, no. I'll just I'll just give you a reward. What and, reward? Uh, oh, you'll see. But uh, yeah. So do your just, segment. I'll just be over here. You, yeah. You do your thing, mate. Sorry. Okay. I don't want to disrupt you any further. All right. But if, if I think you're doing a good job and I start okay. to feel feel good vibes from this segment, I'll start getting you okay. surprise ready. But don't let me disrupt you. All right. Cool. Luke and Lewis for lunch on Triple M Digital. <laughs> so I was walking home from work, Luke, and, uh, well, I should explain. So before, uh, for the past couple of months, um, what's that? Huh? Keep going. Mate, you're uh, doing great. I just started getting it ready. You've got a book. I do have a book okay. here. Yeah. Um, well, all right. Well, for the, for, okay, is that Scotty Cam on the cover? It is Scott Cam on the cover of the book. Uh, okay. Because Lewis uh, loves reading Scott Cam books. Yeah, we have sh- another. I'm to my story. I got to nail this one. No I want to read that book. Uh, whatever. I don't even care what it's about. It's got Scotty Cam written by him, so I'm into it. Um, mm. So uh, me and my girlfriend go to a restaurant. Uh, we've been going for this for the, to the same place. I'm getting really nervous. Uh, we go to the same place for the last three weeks, um, and uh, we see the chef. <laughs> in one, what are you doing? So oh, I was just reading the introduction to um, this book. Keep going. Scotty's Top Aussie Sheds. Mate, <laughs> this segment is over. Let me into that book. Why do you have two Scotty Campbells? So, Scott Cam... Sorry, sorry to disrupt your segment. I didn't want to derail it this early, but Scott Cam Scotty has Cam. released... Show Scotty Cam respect. has released a new book called Scotty's Top Aussie Sheds, where he did a nationwide That's search a giant for Australia's top 20 sheds. And um, there's only twenty sheds in that giant book. Oh, he though he does. There's a lot more stuff That's about a sheds. Comprehensive shed. <laughs> yeah, book. he does a comprehensive, uh, yeah, note taking on each shed. Yeah. And um, look, all I'm gonna say is, if I think this segment's good enough at the end, okay. you get to hear about Mick's shed from Wodonga. Oh, That's man. all I'm saying. Okay. Um, uh, Mick's shed as explained. But don't by let Scotty me disrupt Cam. you. All right. Um, you really are. I can't stop looking at it. So, uh, I, w- there's this chef that works at the restaurant <laughs> all the time. And uh, we only ever see him through the window into the kitchen. Yeah. But the other day I was walking home from work and I saw him in the street and I saw he's wearing a hat mm. oh, and he's got a blue shirt on. It's unbuttoned. Man, what a beautiful... <laughs> Scotty Cam's just the most modern man I've ever seen. <laughs> so if you haven't listened to the show before, Lewis loves Scotty Cam because I own Scotty Cam's book Out the Back with Scott Cam. Yeah. It's his older book, his first book, and now I own his most recent book. And you've only touched the surface in his original book, and now I'm flaunting this new book right to your face. So I'm sorry if Lewis seems distracted. He's got a new dog on the cover. Mate, this was supposed to improve our radio show by giving you a reward if you did a good segment, and you can't even concentrate. Well, of course I can't. I can't concentrate when Scotty Cam's gentle blue eyes are staring at me from the cover of that book. I was just reading the blurb. Maybe if I give you some of the blurb, it'll help you get back on track, because this is what you you could get at the end. Scott Cam loves his shed so much that he has two of them. If he loves Two he, sheds. Why yeah. even have a house? <laughs> he probably lives in his shed. He loves spending time in his shed, sometimes doing absolutely zip, just having a beer, oh, looking around. A zip shed and a production shed. Yeah. Turning around, random things on and off, sanding, a bit of timber for no reason, and it got him thinking. 
There are thousands of people who love sheds just as much as Scotty. So Scotty did a nationwide search. And um, look. A nationwide search? Well, hang on. How comprehensively did he search? Because my dad has a shed and he didn't knock on our door. Mate, he, he, was, he probably peeked over your fence. I've seen that shed. Was nowhere near as extensive he was probably as Scott looking at, He probably did a, a brief over. Sorry, mate. Google I feel Earth. like I've disrupted your segment. This wasn't intentional. You keep telling your story. Okay, so, so you're out of the cafe. Yeah, I saw. I saw the chef outside of uh, the context of the cafe, and uh, he saw me. Mm. I saw him, and we both recognised each other. And uh, I was just shocked to see his legs for the first time. Because I only ever see him through the window of the kitchen, and yeah. uh, he's quite tall. And so was, you saw your chef. In the flesh. Yeah. And you were going to bring that to the show. Yes. (laughs) Now, give me a read of that book. There is no way you're getting to read about Mick from Wodonga. But you know what? It was a pretty good segment, so I'll read you a bit about Mick. But you don't get to read it. So, okay. You get secondhand Mick. read it to me. Okay. As soon as Mick moved in, Mick started to add his own touch. Sloppy seconds of Mick. Yeah. (laughs) Sloppy seconds. (laughs) Uh, as soon as Mick moved in, Lewis, yes. Mick started to add his own touch to the shed and create oh, his own space. He did. And then this is in quotation mark. It's a quiet place to relax, to have a beer, mm. especially with my mates every Thursday night. I try to do as much as my hands as possible in the shed from welding to timber work. And that's all you get. But that's there's a incredible. lot more about Mick that I've read. Um, maybe try bringing better content to the show. <laughs> Maybe give me a read of that damn book. No, it's his new book, and it's mine again. You, should, you could have gone out and bought it, but I've, uh, it came out yesterday, and I've already got a copy. <laughs> um, my mum works at a bookstore. It's in high demand. She got the last copy for me. Oh, man. Yeah, I so it's actually in my mum's book, so maybe I should ask mum for permission. I'm going to call her tomorrow. <laughs> Lewis, uh, we'd like to start this uh, segment just with a formal apology, the, we, we on, on behalf of you, if mm-hmm. that's okay, uh, I would like to formally apologize to all our listeners for not celebrating uh, National Ninja Day on Tuesday, December 5th. Yeah, I didn't see you uh, celebrating it. No. No. Uh, I didn't bring nunchucks in. Mm. You weren't celebrating either. Oh, I actually it was. was. I was celebrating it in stealth like a ninja. That's why you <laughs> couldn't tell. So that's how I celebrated. Right. <laughs> But I, I didn't see you with nunchucks or doing any kicks. Well, so I rescind my apology. Luke is the one apologizing now. <laughs> I'm disappointed in you, Sensei. I mean, Padawan. I yeah, mean, I was going to say. What's the ninja one? <laughs> you should be Sensei. Yeah, okay. Call hmm. me Sensei for the rest well, of Well, you this. didn't even know proper ninja terminology, so I don't know how hard you were celebrating on Tuesday. I'm deep undercover. <laughs> well, you've just outed yourself, so you're now you're now officially the worst uh, ninja of all time. So I'd like to you to formally like apologise. An official apology for being a bad ninja. <laughs> Thank you very much. Now, uh, and we realised that oh my god, we missed National Ninja Day, yeah. and then we realised we've been missing days of the year that yeah. are celebrated around the world every day. Because there are there are you, you normally think that there's only a couple of oh, days a year, Christmas, like, Easter. Yeah, Australia Day is another big day, but uh, there are days of the year for every year. All you got to do is. Google it, and there's just dates and dates and dates. Like, uh, Luke, did you know that uh, January 6th is, uh, is National Bean Day? No. Do you grow a bean? Just one, yeah. A singular bean. Just so a- if you grow more than one bean, yeah. it's like, hey, mate. Well, have you ever noticed why on Jan- January 7th and 8th, um, Heinz doesn't have any baked beans cans in stock? Yeah. That's because instead of growing enough beans to fill the cans, they just grow one bean. Yes. 
Uh, on, <laughs> but everyone knows that uh, they auction it off uh, yeah. on the seventh and eighth, and then the ninth they return to regular tinning of multiple p- plural beans. Yes, thanks, Lance, <laughs> for your sacrifice. Uh, March twenty six is uh, make up your own day day. Oh yeah, yeah. So just so do whatever you want. Really, that, they've they've done their own day pretty uncreatively there. Yeah, because they've just called it what. They thought they should call it. That's true. My favourite one, though, is uh, March 3rd, If Pets Had Thumbs Day. So, <laughs> What do you do on that day? How do you celebrate it? Well, I've looked up on the website and it just says, now imagine what it would be like if your pet had thumbs. <laughs> so you it's- just thumbs up your dog and then you just pretend he did it back. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. And then it says that all, normally all dates have an origin and a creator, a reason why. And uh, it says, origin of If Pets Had Thumbs Day our research did not find the creator or the origin of this day, so mm. perhaps he was a ninja. Yeah, the guy, no, the guy was too busy hallucinating about his cat having opposable thumbs. <laughs> so I found another one that yeah. uh, obviously we'd all know that's coming up uh, mm. is uh, January 16th. My Nation- birthday. Really? Yes. Oh, well, great for me because it's National Do Nothing Day, <laughs> so I don't have to celebrate it anymore. <laughs> well, uh but here's I, the I, thing. Had all, I had all these things planned, like celebrating. I can't do anything no, now. No, mate, you, if you want to properly celebrate Do Nothing Day, um, cancel it. Yeah, because my birthday is not really national. It's yeah. just kind of enclosed within my friendship yeah, group. And National Do Nothing Day, the whole point of it is to sit there and try and do as little as possible. But mm. the problem with National Do Nothing Day on January 16th is yeah. it also doubles with National Appreciated Dragon Day. Now, how am I supposed to appreciate a dragon if I'm supposed to be doing nothing? Because appreciating a dragon is doing something. Yeah. Well, you could appreciate a dragon at my birthday. You could do that. Mm, but then I'd be doing something. Here's yeah, the thing. True. I'm going to have to juggle on January 16th this year how to, A, celebrate your birthday while doing nothing, but also at the same time offering some appreciation I ha- to dragons. I think I have a solution. Okay. March 26th, make up your own day day. So, how about Jan 16, uh, we do nothing for my birthday. And then March 26th, we'll decide that the day is Appreciate a Dragon Day, so that way we can kind of lock out everything. Mm, I, I, f- I would feel wrong uh, moving the day, because it's make up your own. It's already been made up. <laughs> so, perhaps on January 16th, we need to work out the most low-key possible way to appreciate a dragon. Perhaps it's like okay. giving it a thought for half a second and then dismissing the thought and going back to doing nothing. And then, on March 3rd, we could imagine if that dragon had thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you pet the dragon. <laughs> that brings us to the end of today's show, but we will be back tomorrow. Do not fear, listeners. Oh, so many people running scared away from their digital radios then. Oh, are they coming back tomorrow? Yes. Sorry for speaking Can- you guys. My <laughs> apologies. <laughs> Return to your digital radio. Sit peacefully and listen to this wrap-up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so yeah, we're at the end of the show. Um, I'm, you know, what I'm stoked about today's show is I got my Subway loyalty card filled out. Instead. I'm not stoked about a lot, to be honest. I am now recently work single. My work marriage ended. Um, mm. I didn't find out who that number was, the man, the myth, the legend, <laughs> on my phone, and uh, you didn't stamp my Subway loyalty card, and I had to have carrot on a sandwich. So I've had a rubbish day, but so at overall, least I got to read Mick's uh, shed f- uh, about uh, Mick's shed from Wadunga. Yeah, I didn't you, read dude, Mick's your shed. Your day was so much better than mine. <laughs> Now, I don't even know about, I, I don't even, you know about one shed. You know, you only have 19 sheds to go. Mm. I got to get through 20 sheds and you won't even let me get through one. Mm. There's an absolute cracker from Warnable that I'm going to stick into after the show. 
I'm just incredibly jealous. No, that, the music's way too upbeat for how I'm feeling. <laughs> it's the complete opposite of how I feel. But um, yeah, so you want to try and beat me in this race to finishing the Subway loyalty card. Man, they don't give you a free sub. I'm already halfway you, there. They don't give you a free sub till you get 15 subs in. But yeah. uh, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to beat you, okay? I've already got my free cookies at number five. I'm already up to number seven. You're going down, mate. I'm going to get uh, my free sub, and uh, you're going to be very jealous. So to, to complete the Subway loyalty card, you get 15 uh, stamps. I'm already yeah. seven of the way through. Lewis is one. Bring Good luck, on. mate. Bring it on. This is Luke and Lewis for lunch.